said, uh, once I get back into town and everything else, if you want to do a form of a candidate and a candidate one, whatever, I'll be up for that. Yeah, I didn't do one, so I, I, I had a whole bunch of stuff planned, and then it, it, it things came up, so I figured that when you weren't calling that i just skip it for the night. So, uh, yeah, let's do that. Okay. Um, I'm going to be probably, I don't know, 40 minutes or so. Okay. Um, I'll give you a text once I'm sort of ready. That sounds good. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that's a problem at all. I don't know why it would be. Yeah, okay. 40 minutes probably works out good because i got to charge my phone and everything still, so... Wait, yeah, I figured it'll give you a, give you a chance while I'm on my way back to town, you a chance to find a charging station and all that fun shit. Yeah, if you're able to, you should listen to the last one on Spreaker. I don't know if it's on Anchor or not, but I did one. I debuted uh, five Asses of Purgatory songs from the new album. Oh, nice. All well, five in a row. They're touching my plan tonight once I get home. Okay, on the bright side, I could have been wrong. <laughs> Wait, what was recording? Okay, we are definitely recording this time. I think we did record the last segment there, so that's good. Um, I give up. I'm going to have to get someone who knows what they're doing to produce this show. We need a producer, anybody, who wants to get into the industry. Yes, and you you don't even have to be local. That's the great thing about the way the world works now. Anywhere in the world, if you're out there and you want to produce a podcast, please, we need help. We cannot do this on our own. <laughs> We're good at talking, and that's the extent of it. That's really all I've, I've realized. That sums up me more so than any statement you could possibly say. That in all, I can just talk. That's all I can do. And it's the only reason I've ever gotten anywhere in the, the few little gains I've made in my life. I've talked my way into, and generally out of. <laughs> um, right? But yes, I, all I can do is talk. And I, I can talk with a pen in my hand, which means I'm a fairly decent writer. Um, but yeah, no, I can't do anything. I am a very useless human being. Well, you still hell step up on me because I'm a really good talker. Um, I try to be a good listener, but I tend to talk over top of people when I do that. Yours seem to be one of the exceptions that I tend to listen to a little bit more on the, on the, on the, um, on the offset of it, but, uh, I appreciate yeah, I that. can't even, I can't possibly, I can't, if I had to take notes while I was doing this show, I'd be absolutely screwed. I, I couldn't possibly take notes while I'm doing that. Yeah. It's, and it's, all I'm doing is wandering around a cemetery talking. I mean, like, that's how useless I am. I'm, I'm a single function type of person. Now, here's two guys. Let me put this into perspective for you, listeners. Close your eyes and come with me on a little journey here. One of us is wandering around in a cemetery. The other one is walking up and down a street in a neighborhood that's been compared to the ghettos of Johannesburg <laughs> by someone from Johannesburg. So, knows what he's talking about. Declared one of the worst areas on the planet. Other one's in a cemetery. And we're wondering why our show doesn't work out too well all the time. See, but I don't get it. For me, this sounds like the perfect marriage for the ultimate radio show. I mean, yeah, I, I name one other radio show where they're broadcasting from a opposite ends of the country, but in such derelict places. It's <laughs> definitely a unique show. Um, and hey, probably more funding than we get from the CBC. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> and a lot less red tape. <laughs> exactly. We're still doing better than uh, this hour is 22 minutes. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, they got cameras. <laughs> they do. Old ones they from probably from uh, Molly's Reach. They probably use them from Degrassi, Degrassi Junior High. <laughs> a fantastic Canadian invention that I was saving for the end, but since you brought it up, um, I will be playing after the show my version of I recorded last night the Zit Remedy hit song. Oh, amazing! Everybody's got something. <laughs> that actually just popped up on Facebook the other day. Really? Which is amazing. Yeah, the actual the, the actual vi- music video they shot for it. That was a great video. That was an amazing video. They're all sitting on the car. And yeah, Lucy. Lucy had gotten that camera as a present from That's her right. parents. I don't remember why. Grad present? I can't recall. Yeah, I believe. So. Um, I don't know. And they borrowed it to film their music video. They were going to have girls in bikinis. But the girls in bikinis took their money and, and didn't show up in the bikinis because Caitlin thought it was sexist. And... Oh, Caitlin, what are we going to do with you? Right. I just found out her dad actually was one of the writers on the show, which explains why she was a big star. You know, I had a buddy who went to a uh, concert years ago, uh, like many years ago, and four rows behind him was Snake uh, from... Really? And and he he got talking to him during part of the show, and he's like, man, he says, I thought you know, big time so Canadian celebrity, you'd have better seats. He's like, I'm a Canadian celebrity, I can't afford, I afford less than you. And yeah. the seating arrangement. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> true. I thought that was just fantastic. <laughs> All right, give me one second. Yeah. Okay, just checking that everything's on the up and up here. We're still doing good. Um, thanks. Hey. I like Snake. I like the new Degrassi. Snake was a big part of the new Degrassi. I still have yet to watch a single episode of the new one. I'm kind of disappointed in myself as a Canadian for not watching it. There are two. There's the the new one featuring Emma, Spike's daughter. Yeah. Um, and, and it's actually Emma too, isn't it? It is actually Emma, and it's actually Spike. <laughs> and uh, awesome. the the actress that played Spike and the the gentleman who played Snake, he is a teacher at Degrassi. That's right, and and what and Joey's on the show too. Joey's a car salesman. That's right. Uh, Wheels does make an appearance on one episode. Um, fantastic show though. I didn't give it a chance when it was on TV. I just started watching it actually in the last couple of years. Um, I still swore that it was it was Wheels that uh, that had died. But apparently not. No, Wheels didn't die. Wheels killed a, a person. Wheels uh, went went to jail for drinking and driving. He killed a family. Um, after the graduation, yes. Yeah. Oh, you thought he died in real life? Yeah, I thought he died in real life. Oh, not before he did one episode of the show. Anyway, I don't. I honestly don't know how terrible is that. You <laughs> no, could have won my Degrassi contest. I don't. I don't think I'm right because I thought that he had died like seven or eight years ago. I'm not too sure. I don't think so. Yeah. I used to look just like him, by the way. I could see that. Yeah, I had the same type of glasses and the same the uh, same ridiculous hair and most of the same clothes as him. Um, I actually got one time when I was in high school. Um, I was walking down the hall. I was in grade eleven, and a bunch of grade niners 
I had come up. They're like, oh, my God, it's wheels. And they started freaking out. And I'm like, hey, you know, they can I have your autograph. So I, I literally signed an autograph, just signed it wheels, because <laughs> I didn't know that his real name. Awesome. I don't know his real name. I know it's Derek on the show. He's Derek Wheeler on the show. I didn't even remember that at the time. That was a fan of the show. <laughs> yeah, he's Derek Wheeler. That's why they called him Wheels. I always thought it was weird because the kid didn't drive. I didn't know where Wheels came from. But, yeah, Derek Wheeler, uh, Wheels. And, I, uh, oh, my God. What the heck is Snake's name? Archie. Oh, my God. What's his name? His name was Archie? Archie Smith? It's a stupid name. Jesus, I had no idea about that, too. And if you know Jonathan Torrens? Of course. In the new one, Jonathan Torrens plays um, uh, uh, Emma's dad. God, shut up. Shane. Really? Sorry, Shane. Yeah, John Torrens makes a special appearance as Shane, who, come, who Emma goes searching for in one episode and, and finds him. Oh, my God. The really emotionally, this show... Whoever wrote this show for kids, like, Canada has some twisted writing um, in their TV. It is so subversive that it's just, like, this is a kid's show. This girl has never met her father, so she's in now the eighth grade. She decides to go looking for her father, her whole life living under the impression that he's a doctor. Because her mother keeps getting these notes. From uh, this hospital, where her dad uh, apparently, she doesn't know, and her mom has never told her that he got high on acid and fell off the roof, and he's actually a patient in this hospital, not a doctor. Really? That's... That's acid. What a, what a drug. <laughs> we, we, we all remember the story of Shane. He went out to the concert and got... Uh, and, and Spike couldn't go to the concert because she had to look after the baby, and it was a big fight. Um, she had actually, he had promised her money and then spent the money on the concert ticket. It was, uh, there's another, there's some great Canadian writing. Two 15-year-olds raising a baby, and one takes the money, goes to a concert, does acid, falls off the roof, and gets handicapped, and 20 years later, he's still handicapped, but his daughter thinks he's a doctor, and mom just decides to let her go on thinking that, until she finds out for herself. Like, well, this is a kid's show! <laughs> we, we don't know that. We, we, we as Canadians, we don't find that barrier is, is quite there of what's considered kids' shows or not. We figured, let's just show them everything. We will Every put... possible messed up scenario we can think of and just let the parents sort it out later. We put things <laughs> on television that regular people countries in the world just wouldn't even ever consider. No. And, and Degrassi being the prime example, because in the final episode, the fantastic two-hour special called School's Out. That was a great one. Amazing. And the first time I had ever, I as far as I know, it's the first time in North America the F word was said on primetime television. Yes, that is absolutely true. Um, in just an amazing scene, um, I actually started a band called the Tessa Capanelli's because of that scene. <laughs> uh, you have to think, that poor girl, people probably still yell at her. Like, the, the actress who played her, she's probably a lovely woman, I have no idea who she is, but I'm sure people are still mad at her for sleeping with Joy Jeremiah. 
No I, I guarantee she gets yelled at on the street. Um, but just, <laughs> you, I, my apologies to iHeartRadio, but I, you, you fucked Tessa Campanelli. My God. On primetime television. It was the greatest scene. Still to this day, I don't think television has topped it. No. Um, I've gone on, I don't know, Gord, if you've ever gone back on to the old Podbean episodes of this show from early March. Um, I devoted a special amount of time to every episode to Degrassi. Um, just I talking do, about I actually do remember some of those, yeah. Degrassi from the night before. And I had my Degrassi contest that nobody entered. Um, I, I have such an admiration for that show. It's ridiculous. Like, I, I didn't realize it until just watching it over the last year. Um, just how fantastic it is. Still to this day, no show has come close to having the, the, the amount of content thing that they dealt with than no. any other show. No, I like even... Beverly Hills Now 210 attempted to do their variations of it with, you know, kids with drinking problems and, 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 and things like that, but nobody hit it so true to how it actually really would have come about in real life. In, they, they did it right. They did it in so much as there were certain episodes that were just so horrendously boring. Are you still there? Just, just, like, nothing, nothing happens. And, and you think, well, this is a bad TV. No! It's absolutely brilliant! Because teenagers had days that were shitty and nothing happened. You know, sometimes there was exciting stuff. Sometimes Cole is shooting himself in the bathroom, or Dwayne's getting AIDS. But other times, Uh, you're just doing homework with Yick. I still can't believe when they did that episode. That was crazy. The, the, the AIDS or the gunshot? The AIDS. The that AIDS was, episode. they, the way they tackled that was amazing. And they, oh. I just can't believe how they did it. Um, I don't think it's been done like that on television again. Um, I've never seen it. But, uh, you know, I swear to God, and I'm not just saying this for dramatic effect, that taught me about AIDS. I had no idea anything about it at the time. It was still the scary gay disease when that came out. And no, uh, yeah, but but they hit every one of those things. Like you know, it was about the gay disease. It was brought up about the uh, you can get AIDS from a toilet seat, and all those things that everybody assumed was basically sort of true. They hit every one of those facts and, and set everybody straight. It, it was oh man, it was incredible. In a really touching and and cool way, and the relationship he develops with Joey afterwards is just so neat. How they did it. Yeah. Um, yeah, very, and he, well he makes an appearance in the new one because the new one starts with their uh, 10-year reunion. Wait, the guy was still hit, really? He didn't die from the AIDS on that one? Uh, no. No, he, that, they do a video montage at the beginning of the new one, the very first episode, and it's um, all of them walking into their 10-year reunion, and he goes, hey, look what modern drugs have done. I'm still going strong. <laughs> He looks incredible. He looks exactly the same, but they literally they got almost every actor from the original series to just do a a greeting for the camera at their ten year reunion. And you know why that is? Because they're Canadian actors and they've done nothing else. <laughs> they were waiting for that call. Literally, they've been waiting. For, and they're yelling at their wives like, "I told you they were gonna call back." I am. 
I am quitting my job at the Home Depot, and I'm going to go do this show. <laughs> yeah, they've done nothing since. And I think that show's about 10 years old now. I, ca- I call it the new one, but I think it's 10 years old. <laughs> it's around there, yeah. Uh, but they, another neat thing that they did with the new one, they didn't do it with the original, I don't believe, but with the new one, they did it really cool. It was a four-year run, and each year is a school year. And at the end of the run, they all graduate. I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah, because they kept it true to how life was. It was amazing. Yeah, just and there's actually two seasons or two uh, series. There's one that follows that one that's really uh, some stuff. Just again, I probably wouldn't let my daughter watch it. <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing. We, since we have a bunch of American listeners, like, look, guys, there's YouTube. Catch up on this. See what it is we're talking about. This show is amazing. Nobody's I mean, heard of it. Take away from the absolutely piss-poor video quality of the whole thing. Oh, it's, it's, it's Canadian, so we don't exactly know how to film things. We don't have good cameras. But the acting and the script was so well done. It's so true to form of what it was really like in school. You know, there wasn't, it wasn't set up like the U.S. clicks, like you have, like, you know, like the punks, the skaters, and all the individual groups, and no. everything else. You had those sort of cliffs, but they were very small people, very small groups of people. There's like three guys of each group was an ass, and everybody else was sort of fine. They tackled. really hit on that, and it was amazing. They also, the one thing that I particularly identify with now more so, I didn't know when I was a kid, but nobody's rich. Nobody is wealthy in the show. They're they're working class people. Yep. Their parents all have to work. They're, you know, dual income families, most of them. Uh, just little things like that, the, the subtleties of, but everything from voting to, they tackled abortion, um, oh my child god. Pregnancy, Ch- AIDS, child pregnancy, suicide, murder, suicide, living on your own, going, when wheels goes to meet his biological father. Oh, that was a great one. Oh man, that was well done. Brutal, and almost gets sexually assaulted on the wave, because he's hitchhiking, and that's, I never hitchhiked <laughs> ever in my life. Right? Literally, that show was my parents. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would be yeah. in a lot better position, uh, a lot worse position than I am now if it weren't for them. And uh, still to this day, hold on. What makes me really laugh is, I mean, the one big show that the Americans have that they claim to, which is the shows how people were being raised, was uh, the Cosby show. Yeah. No. When you had the episodes, like, when you had episodes in, in there where, like, you know, they're trying to, like, move on their own and get their own sort of apartments and that sort of thing, like, you know, it, it was it was interesting watching how they do it. On the Cosby show, they literally turned the house into a furniture store. They empty out Theo's house or a, a bedroom. I actually remember this. That was one of my favorite episodes of that show. I just thought it was so funny how they actually set the whole thing up. Now, there is not a family alive anywhere on the planet that would do what they did at the Cosby show. No. But if you watch Degrassi, even as Americans, you're going to sit back and go, holy shit, that's exactly what it's like when I grew up. That's exactly. If you watch them as an adult, which I've been doing over the last year, I, I've told a lot of people this, they show like six episodes in the late hours of the morning from 3 a.m. till 5.30 a.m. There's yep. like six episodes and I, I would get up for them. I got up for work to watch the Degrassi. <laughs> Um, on the nights that I actually went to sleep. Um, most nights I just stayed up for it. Um, but everyone knew that was my Degrassi time, and that's what they were going to hear about for the first hour of the day every day. Uh, but watching him as an adult, you realize the uh, 
the realism and you, the, you appreciate looking back and going, the holy shit, like you just said, there's a lot of holy shit moments in that show. <laughs> yeah. That, um, God. And this is such a great topic to even talk about for, uh, for the Canada thing because if there's anything that Canadians should be most proud of, it has to be that show. Yeah, definitely. Um, one American did try to celebrate it. What's that? Uh, one American did try to get them on board, and they didn't go for it. Uh, Kevin Smith. Mm, that's right. Very famous director of Clerks, Small Rats. Um, he appeared on the show, by the way, in the new episode. He films a movie and hires the kids of Degrassi to play in his movie. Yep. And he plays himself, and so does uh, James Hughes. Yep. And terrible episodes. Absolutely abysmal. Worst part of the series, I don't even watch them. I have no use for them. They're awful. He's awful. It was a terrible week of the show. But <laughs> I do appreciate him trying to uh, try to... I, I think it's just I'm done with Kevin Smith. I'm, maybe I'm just being too hard on him. I've just... Something about... Kevin, I just, I'm done with the Jay and Silent Bob thing. I never found them funny to begin with. Um, I'm a, I'm a fan of, of Kevin Smith in the sense of, like, I do like some of his movies. I think they're fun. What I really enjoy about Kevin Smith is when he does his uh, his um, Evening with Kevin Smith series. Yes. <clears throat> that is one of the greatest things because it's literally, it, that's my dream, to go in front of people, have somebody ask me a question about something I've done, and then me go on a 25-minute story about what happened. Sure. I love the concept. I think it's a great idea. And I, I've watched it a dozen times. The story about Prince is one of my favorite clips in the world. It's like 40 minutes long. It's just talking about him doing a documentary on Prince. And he doesn't do documentaries. It's, it's absolutely spectacular. I just wish he would just do that. That's yeah. I don't think he needs to do much more movies anymore. I but, think we uh, can retire yeah, Silent Bob. Silent Bob and yeah. Jay, we can retire. Kevin Smith, I'm sorry. You tried to save the theater for us here this year. I shouldn't be so hard on you. He came here to save the real theater. That's right, I did. Um, That's right. He, he loves Canada. He's actually Canadian. Nobody knows this. Him and Seth Rogen. Um, Seth Rogen, I know. Well, we know. He, Ryan Reynolds. We know. Yeah, I yeah. saw him one time. Um, well, he was just here. I didn't get to see him. This is back in the, the two guys, a girl in a pizza place days I saw him. Um, oh, wow. just on the street. I haven't seen him since. He's always here filming Deadpool, but never when I'm around. They managed <laughs> to shut down the Burrard Bridge down. for Deadpool. That's insane. That is crazy. Um, I remember them walking down the streets of Vancouver one day, and uh, they're filming something, a movie. And uh, I stopped with guys. I'm like, what are you guys filming? He goes, I'd rather not say. I'm like, no, just tell me, man. What are you guys filming? He goes, Adventures in Babysitting 2. Wow. That was like three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it never came to fruition. Still not available. My, I have a friend who's in the industry. Um, started at the bottom, and he's worked his way up. He's doing fairly well for himself, but his big break was Air Bud 4. Oh, <laughs> that poor bastard. The Golden Receiver. <laughs> he plays football in this one. I've never seen an Air Bud movie. I didn't even bother to watch this one. Uh, but he plays football in this one. The football playing dog. I tried, I tried watching that movie stoned once, and it just didn't work. <laughs> the writer is actually somebody, and forgive me for not knowing, but the writer is somebody who is popular and cool, uh, but needed money, and made uh, just a stinking wheelbarrow full of cash off the Airbud movies. 
Um, Which is, Ethan says they're absolutely hor- horrible movies. Yeah, but he, he knew it full well, wrote them shamelessly for a large paycheck, and got it. <laughs> got it, and used it for the forces of good, which, uh, I, I love that about Hollywood, that you can do that. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. I'm going to go write this shitty movie for shitty people to watch, and I'm going to get a bunch of money for it. <laughs> and, and then turn into Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, wow. A lot of great people do it. Uh, Jared Leto. Although I, I don't know if his band's really the forces of good anymore, but I do like the fact that he has, Jared Leto has no use for acting or Hollywood or any of it. And he's one of the biggest Hollywood stars they have. <laughs> but he just wants to make money so his band can have ridiculously ostentatious stage shows. <laughs> and it's cool. You just got to respect that, you know? You do. I, I think it's great. And I love a guy like him who says it. And people just eat it up even more. Oh, absolutely. Because he's honest. I don't like you. I don't want to be here. Oh, that's so you. <laughs> you, know, you talk about just how um, how Canadian some things can be. Well, just before I moved out to BC, I was uh, in downtown Toronto. My buddies uh, were going out for a you know, night of drinking and whatnot. And as we're walking down the street, um, my buddy points out. He goes, hey, Gord, check out what street sign this is. And we were actually on Degrassi Street. Oh, cool. And I, first of all, I had no idea that it was actually an actual, it was a real street in Toronto, and sure enough, it actually is, and it was, that's why it was named, because it was filmed on that street. Yeah, and that's... And it was very, very humorous, because as soon as I, like, I, I took a picture of the street sign, I think the grassy street, I'm like, hey, look at that, I got a picture of the grassy street, you know, it's kind of a cool thing. And then I, I take, like, ten stops, or ten steps past the street, and I run into a dude dressed as a giant pot leaf. Right. This is so Canadian, you know what I mean? That is just... (laughs) A couple other things I wanted to mention that are so Canadian. Um, We talked about Crispy Crunch the other night. Um, Old Dutch potato chips. Ketchup chips. They don't have in America. That blows my mind. Um, A&W burgers, which is... That explains the hostility. I get it now. They don't have A&W. I'd be hostile, too. Yeah, I try to take over countries if we didn't have that. Um, Coffee Crisp. Only yeah. Canadian. And Smarties. That's right. Now, you know what is insane? They're not even allowed to sell our brand of Smarties under a different name in the U.S. That fight got so ugly that everyone says, well, why don't you just put them under a different name? They're not allowed. That battle got brutal. The guy who invented Rockets and the guy who invented Smarties... This was an all-out war. It dragged on in court for years. And now we are not even allowed to put Smarties on their shelves under a different name, which we do with all kinds of products. Yeah. Um, we're not allowed to do that. No. He's, somehow he gets to sell his rockets up here, but we don't... And his, I mean, this is a 100-year-old fight. Um, this is literally like the 1800s. This shit happened. Um, but yeah, we can't even sell Smarties. He can sell rockets up here, but we can't sell Smarties down there. Odd. Very... What a thing to fight about. You know, the the wars our two countries have because we refuse to actually fight each other. We got the the Robertson versus uh, Phillips. Yep. A huge, nasty, nasty fight. Their families feuded. It's still a feud. Um... (laughs) That's a screwy one. (laughs) And then you get the the fight we're having with... 
we have that the the, the quote unquote war going on for a chunk of land uh, with who the hell is it? Is it Norway? Sweden? No, who the hell yeah, is it? yeah, I got actually that got scary. Russia put submarines in our waters. Um, well, yeah, but it was that whole thing where every time like the Canadian group would show up, they put a bottle uh, Crown Royal and a Canadian flag, and then the other country would show up and they would put a bottle of their booze and their flag up. Yeah, and this was considered the war. <laughs> yeah, uh, until <laughs> our alcohol in our flag. <laughs> until Putin got serious about it and yeah, put two submarines in our waters. That was uh, that was getting scary, and that was where I got a lot of respect for Stephen Harper with the way he stood his ground on that because it was very un-Canadian of him, but he held his ground and he said, "No, this is Canadian territory, and we are not giving it up because the mineral rights are attached to that one little flap of land. Whoever gets it." Gets the Arctic. Um, and we thought it was simple claims to it. Alert. Not Alert Bay, but the town of Alert, just off of Alert Bay in Nunavut, the most northern populated area in the world. Is it really? It is the most northern spot with a population. That's it's Alert. called Alert. Alert, uh, where Alert Bay is in Nunavut, uh, our <laughs> third territory, which didn't exist when I was a child. We only had two, but one of them wanted to be two, and we got none of it. Well, I was on my way up uh, today to, uh, unfortunately, uh, you guys didn't get to hear the story, but um, uh, I was on my way up to this uh, awesome old beach with my girlfriend earlier today. Um, I had a big laugh because uh, one of the radio stations was doing Canadian trivia, and wouldn't you guess it if we got every question wrong? (laughs) (laughs) One of the biggest ones was, who discovered Canada? I'm like, Sir John A. McDonald's. Like, no, it's from Laurier. I'm like, oh, damn it. I can't even get that right. Uh, Laurier <laughs> is on the 5, I believe? Or the 10? Yeah, which is the other thing, uh, the 10, because on the 5 was something else. Um, again, I, I, I guessed McDonald's, and that was wrong. It was somebody else. No, yeah, it's... um. I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, you know what? This is funny, because this was a question I was going to bring up that... Uh, why Canada Day is not very exciting anymore, um, which is a thing I wanted to get into, because last night was actually mildly disappointing. Um, people were not very excited. Now, that could be because half the population isn't from here. Um, could be because for 151 years, we've done the exact same goddamn thing. We watch some fireworks, we go to bed. That's, it's never changed, because, uh, you know, I think for all 150 years, Blue Rodeo has played somewhere. Um, that's not true. Well, that was a lot to take in, wasn't it, everybody? Uh, thank you for listening. The uh, podcast, Is It Just Me with Eric, is, of course, a champion tree entertainment production. Copyright 2018, all rights reserved. The champion tree, because the only things in life that are impossible are the things you don't try. See y'all tomorrow.
The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.